Hi, and welcome to Teacher Treat Yourself, a show about going the distance in teaching. And today is going to be a mini episode, and it's just me, Paige. Um, and I want to tell you the two things that every teacher should do this summer. And the first one is to make sure to refresh yourself, refresh your mind, body, and soul. Um, I always love to make a list. I made a little list. I was actually sitting in uh, my last day of in-services, which was full of meetings, and I just started making my own little uh, summer bucket list. And I tried to include some things that would recharge my mind, my body, and others, my soul. So here's a few things on my list, and hopefully you can comment on our Facebook page um, if you want to add in any others, any of your ideas. Um But most importantly, just make sure to think about your summer and what you want it to mean for you, what would be good for you this summer. Um, So for me, my number one thing, pool, pool, and more pool. It's good for my body, mind, and soul. Um, I want to take my daughters to pick berries at our local berry farm, go to happy hour with my sisters, Uh, meet once a week with my mom to uh, pray, and I want to read a grown-up book, go to our farmer's market, go to to story time at the library with my daughters. I want lots of walks. I want to hit my 10,000 steps, also lots of naps. Um, I want to organize our home, kind of get myself ready for what I know is coming in the fall back to busyness and donate a bunch of stuff. Um, Set up my daughter's sandbox. Check, check, check. Got that done. Um, I want to lay in the sun, go to a movie alone, and watch Jeopardy with my husband. Um, Most importantly, I just want to enjoy my summer. And I love that every summer seems to breathe new life into me. So here's to sunshine, margaritas, and reading by the pool. That is the first most important job for you this summer is to refresh yourself because we're teachers. We're solar powered. We recharge in the summer and for everyone that looks different. And for some of us, we have kids. So a lot of our time is spent devoted to them, but we can still make plan it and make it the summer that um, would work best for us. And the second thing that I want to recommend teachers to do this summer is to make a sub binder or at least go buy a binder and label it sub binder and put in a book in there that could be a read aloud for your sub. This way, when you go back to school in the fall, you remember about your sub binder and you can easily add a few activities in. Um, let me explain to you this idea of a sub binder in case it's new to you. I did not find out about it until I was about five years into teaching, and it would have been so good to know my very first year teaching. I will tell a little story. My first year teaching, I kept getting sick from the students. I think that's part of it. Your immune system's building up. And um, I was so sick, just major flu, uh, could not even go in and straighten up my sub plans or my plans. At that point, I didn't think of sub plans as a separate thing. I couldn't straight straighten up my plans or anything. I could not even get out of bed. 
And um, I was in a really tough spot because I didn't feel prepared for a sub, but I physically just could not go into school. Well, of course, as a first-year teacher, this sent a lot of alarms out, and I was in really hot water, as I should have been, of course, and I felt terrible about it, and it just was not a good thing. Well, this idea of a subbinder is to eliminate the worry, to know that there are going to be days when we're, you are going to need a sub. Some of these days are going to be surprise days. Others you may know are coming, and those are easier to set up. But there are going to be times when you get super sick, or you have a family emergency, um, or maybe someone in your family is sick. And so you have this sub binder ready. And the way I set it up is I set it up with three days of sub plans. Now, these are plans that the sub can come in and do no matter what day I'm gone. So it does not necessarily go right along with what I'm actually teaching my students. Um, However, it does cover the standards and the goals that I'm working on with my kids. I include a lot of review types of activities. I like to include um, a read aloud and a writing activity. And um, then I put in certain worksheets that are highly engaging because I know for subs coming in, they, they need something that's going to really catch the kid's interest. And then at the front of my binder, this part I always have to wait till August, I put in the schedule for um, my day. And I try to keep it as up-to-date as I can. Now, as my schedule changes, I'm not afraid to take a pencil and cross it off and, and change it. But this way, I have my sub binder on my desk right next to my lesson plan binder. It does not matter how sick I am. I know my sub binder is there. I cannot even tell you the worry alleviates. Um, I've had subs leave me notes that say, thank you so much. This is the easiest day I've ever had. I um, three-hole punch pretty much a lot of things that I want to put in there. There are things on Teachers Pay Teachers for subbinders. There are some free resources. There are also some that you have to pay for. I've seen some cool ones that go right along with a children's book. I saw one for Stella Luna, and then that day's plans was included math activities, reading, and writing to all go with that read aloud. Um, Next year, I'm going to be off with high schoolers, so it will be a new thing, but I am certainly going to have my sub binder ready as soon as possible, and then I can change it and add to it as I want. But like I said, I recommend having three days ready and it don't necessarily make it so that the three days are supposed to be three days right in a row. You're going to appreciate it if you just make it three days. If they end up right in a row, fine. Otherwise, that's okay too. And then um, keeping in mind that you can always, uh, if, if an emergency comes up, email a friend and have them print off a note if it needs to be added about anything specific going on that day. So those are the two things I recommend every teacher to do this summer. Most importantly, recharge. Secondly, um, make yourself a sub binder or at least buy that binder and label it. So in August, you can stock it up when you get to school. It's, It's not a hard thing. And then I always 
put a couple of books in with just a post-it that says emergency read aloud. It makes me feel so good on my days off that I know that the subs coming in and feeling like I have it all together, that I have everything ready for them. And I know my students are in good hands. Now, what has been going on in my classroom lately? Well, a bit on summer break, which has been awesome. But on the very last day of school, I had a poetry cafe with a fourth grade class I was working with. And most of the students all wrote their own poems. Then we invited their parents in and um, I brought some cookies and some juice boxes. Each student got up and read their poem. Two students read their poems as if they were raps, which I thought was super fun. And actually one student um, read a poem someone else had written in Spanish. He's a, an ESL newcomer. And then another student read the same poem in English. Um, so there were a couple of students who weren't, it didn't work out. They didn't have a poem written. They wanted to read. That's okay. We picked it from new authors. I'm hoping that next year at the, um, high school I'm going to be working at, I can do the same thing with my high school students. I'm just, uh, crossing my fingers that they'll jump on board. I think it can work with any age level. When I taught first grade, we did poetry cafe and we used, um, phonics poems poems that they practiced reading all week. They hadn't written them, but they practiced reading them aloud. And the parents really love it. And then I always also invite in any staff members who might be interested. Um, Depending on the school, you might be at a school where maybe not a lot of parents are able to go. Um, And so you can invite in your school security guard or the school counselor, the principal, um, maybe the school librarian or whoever. Um, And so that's what happened in my classroom. And then what have I been treating myself to lately? Well, I am absolutely loving summertime. I'm treating myself to all kinds of things. But I have gotten on board the LipSense wagon. Now, you may have heard of LipSense. This is especially for the the, um, female teachers out there. It is all the rage on Facebook, and it's just blowing up. And I just want to say I absolutely love it. I got it in pink champagne. Um, The girl I bought it from said that that's kind of a good starter color. And it's different than any other lip product I've used. First, you dry your lips. Then you put on one coat. It's more like you're painting your lips ever so carefully. Then you wait, um, I think it's about 10 seconds, you do one, a second coat, wait 10 seconds, do a third coat. Don't smash your lips together in the middle. Then you take this clear lip gloss and put it on all over it. And then you get to go around all day. It lasts for, I'm telling you, like eight hours. You have these pop of lip color. And I love it so much. If you live in Omaha, I know a lot of our listeners live in Omaha. Um, they actually sell it at Scout which is that um, store in Dundee that sells a lot. Of, it's a consignment store and sells a lot of vintage stuff. But they also have lip scents there, which is super awesome. Um, and then I wanted to share with you what a couple of our listeners are doing to treat themselves this summer. Um, so we have our friend Catherine, who is from... Um, 
Chicago. Catherine lives in Chicago, and she writes that she's reading the Harry Potter series for the first time and that she's doing it for her students, which I love. So she's treating herself, and she'll get to go back in the fall and have major street cred with her students for reading Harry Potter. Um, she says that her students are appalled that she hasn't read it yet. So that's her motivation. Um, another listener wrote that she has been, um, Lee says she's been watching Modern Family, which I'm so on board with. And a friend from Iowa named Carrie says she loves outdoor music. And if she can bike there and bike home and throw in a rooftop experience, that's her dream summer night. So continue to treat yourself. Please hop on board our Facebook Teacher Treat Yourself group. Leave a review on iTunes. That's truly, that means the world to me. My goal is to keep this podcast going for at least one year and um, then see kind of see if it's still uh, something that I want to continue on. So happy summer. Enjoy yourself, and we'll be back in August with a bunch of awesome new episodes. Let's talk about the school day with one another, and then let's talk about ways we can recover. Netflix, binges, and margaritas are required if you want to make it as a teacher. Teacher, treat yourself, teacher, treat yourself, teacher. Don't be afraid, give it a chance You don't need to be pregnant for maternity pants It's hard making sure these students follow the rules You deserve to take a dip in a hot swimming pool Teacher, treat yourself, teacher Treat yourself, teacher Treat yourself We get so invested, it's like an obsession We push them all year towards graduation Then we work on lesson plans through summer vacation We deserve a break Teacher, treat yourself Teacher, treat yourself Teacher, treat yourself